topic which not many of us think about. We exist in a sterile world wrapped up in our own creation. In fact, our regular lives consist of moving from one climate-controlled environment to the other. You and I have bodies and minds and fingers and toes perfectly adapted to the harshest, most vile climates, thus divide. We can survive in the Arctic, Warpland, even in the most sterile place. We own the title of the most infectious species. We have literally claimed an entire planet as our own and are looking forward to claiming another. This is your heritage. The very presence encoded in your DNA. And what? What do we do with it? Sit in cubicles making money for somebody else? You've forgotten every cycle you used to know. The moon changes and children don't know what to call it. Instead of noticing different types of clouds in the sky, we determine between shoebags, between TV channels. Is this the legacy we leave? It is a world that only we enjoy the fruits of and that everything else on the planet suffers for. From our food, to our soil, to our air, to every other living thing on this planet. This civilization, this brave new world we've crafted for ourselves. Does it make you happy? Do you find solace? Do you find hope? Do you find joy? Because last time I checked, depressions are at an all-time high. Meanwhile, it's been proven that just sticking your hands in dirt or staring at a natural image for 15 minutes can improve your mood. Help cure depression. Yes. You've forgotten the natural world outside yourself. You've given it up. Or a world of business and finance. One that you don't even control. You've accepted an existence as a cog in a machine. Of which you are the most minute ground into the dust part. But I will tell you this. While that may be so, that is not all. There exists amongst us, amongst you, those who have awakened, who have built, 
the cold night air on their that have whispered to things in the darkness forever. I have walked into moon-filled fields and spoken with things from another world. I have smelled freshly turned dirt in my nostrils as I called out to the one who had been laid there. I have smelt the stink of rotting oilage and flesh in a swamp as it taught me how to hex. And I have felt the warm kiss of the sun on my back in my darkest hour. These things go beyond mere natural expression. are greater than ourselves. They have meaning that exists beyond what we subjectively put onto them. And if you think that you in your tiny cubicles at your wage job can match anything even remotely like this, even remotely like that real world right out there, if you want to stay inside your virtual world and keep away from the dirt and the plants and the animals, you can! I will leave you to your dying, machine-infested place. I will watch as the fires of industry devour your soul, for they already have. You are a machine in service to another, while outside your front door beckons an entirely new freedom. And it's filled with power, and it's filled with spirits. And they long to meet you again. That history, that history written in that land, is just as much yours as anybody else's. At one point, we all danced around fires. We all called upon spirits. Regain that legacy. Get to know the land around it. Become one with it. And let it again beat through your heart. 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 having these profound experiences with the non-human world 
and I went out and I started having them with plants and really having sort of dramatic experiences where I was having um, communication and receiving information about the plants and about their personalities and about how to what what sort of they bring into the world and then having that validated by either reading some of the folklore or what their medicinal uses are and so there was an excitement in my life that I had never had before which was I'm real I exist um, I'm communicating uh, I'm alive and so I was developing a level of self-worth and, and sort of agency in my own life that I could only credit towards the plants and how they were showing up. And so um, getting to this interaction with Rosemary was sort of a process. I had been studying the plants for about a year. I had had really intense experiences with plants such as nasturtium. Um, rabbit tobacco, uh, which revolutionized my understanding of plants in and of themselves, having their own agency and their own mission in the world. This was a plant that told me that it was, it, that I couldn't harvest it because it was ministering to the plants in its own community and that it was acting as the medicine plant for the plants in the community around it and so it really didn't need to become cough syrup for humans or some type of aromatic um, smoke for humans because it had a very important job to do and that had so shifted me that I knew that I was interacting with plants in a way in which they had their own agency and their own purpose and their own um, existence and their own spiritual life and their own um, community which didn't even need to involve the human world and yet we share the planet so obviously we're interacting and I was in a state of total overwhelm ecstatic overwhelm and revolution I decided that I was going to get to know this plant, Rosemary, that we were going to have as connective and exciting of a relationship as I had learned to develop with some other plants. And, you know, this is one that I would kind of rub and say hi to every day going to and from my little balcony. and felt that obviously we would have this connective relationship. So when I decided, I was like, oh, I'm ready to get to know Rosemary. I brought my little notebook down and I brought an offering. I, I brought some cornmeal and I brought some organic tobacco and I brought um, some really overpriced water shipped in from who knows where um, that I had bought at Whole Foods. You know, I was trying to do everything right. And so I made my offerings and I sat down next to Rosemary and I smiled at her and I felt my heart beating out of my chest and I just felt like, ta-da, 
I'm here, share your wisdom with me. Get to know me. Tell me who you are. <laughs> and, um, and I sat next to her and it was completely silent. And this happened several times where I would sit down next to her ready to sort of communicate and connect. And um, I was behaving sort of like that, like awkward groupie that was pretending to give a lot of praise to Rosemary, but instead I was actually demanding a lot of her attention. And as I would sit there and as she would be silent, all of this stuff would come up in me. Childhood stuff, you know, I'm not worthy and maybe I'm not doing this right and I'm too needy and um, I would start to feel really insecure and I would start to feel really... Um, like any of the confidence that I had actually built up about this communication that I'm having with the non-human world and coming to terms with realizing that like shit I'm a witch and I communicate in this way and I interact with the non-human world and that's fantastic and that's powerful and so I must be powerful um, all of that stuff and story would just fall apart into this weird sort of codependent neediness when I would sit next to Rosemary. And I would try to journal next to her and I would try to come and act cool and I would make offerings to her and I would drink tea next to her. and. Um, I would go to sometimes harvest from this plant now she's probably at this point two feet tall, um, hasn't flowered, and still kind of a young rosemary plant, but really one that was developing some intense potent aromatic oils. Like she has, where she's at, there's no shade. And so she pretty much gets the morning up to sundown sun exposure and you know pretty much august through mid-november and sometimes even up through christmas we're talking 80 to over 100 degree days and definitely through the month of october no shade and intense over 100 degree days with the dry heat and so you know the the medicinal constituents that we use as herbalists um, and that we call on to make shifts in human bodies are often the protective qualities of a plant that really have nothing to do about humans. It's just literally their own protective capacities. And so these intense, rich, sort of like deep, dark, but also sort of like right aromatic oils that rosemary produces is her own protection and so um this was a very potent plant even for her young age and so i'm sitting next to her probably i tried for several weeks and just would become a codependent crumbling insecure mess around her and um 
that really that really shook me to my core in a lot of ways that really made me feel like what I was becoming to know about myself and these new sort of things I was coming to embrace about myself uh, was a bunch of bullshit and I started to believe it was a bunch of bullshit and then I would go back into the trails and the plants that I was taking care of in other places and I would have these really great experiences and so at some point it clicked for me and I was like maybe Rosemary just really doesn't like you because it's not like every plant isn't going is is designed to respond to me per se and maybe Rosemary just doesn't like you and for some reason I was so relaxed in that realization and so I decided to actually start sitting next to her and not trying to get anything out of her but really just sit next to her and kind of be like you know that person when you take public transportation or you walk into a party that person that sort of sparks your eye but maybe you never end up conversing with them you just can tell oh, there's something about them they're they're neat they're cool um, they shine in some capacity that actually you can recognize and so I just decided to treat Rosemary like that like this cool chick that was in my neighborhood and so I backed off a lot and I started sitting probably within about three feet of her at the base of my stairs to my apartment and I would journal or do my to-do list for the week or talk on the phone and that went on for a few weeks till I finally sort of sat next to her one day but really didn't need anything from her like was was literally sitting next to her just to sit next to her and wasn't really paying any attention to her at all and I sort of sunk into myself and I think I was thinking about something herbally related and, and all of a sudden she says to me hey <laughs> hey <laughs> and I looked over at her and I was like what hey <laughs> what she says do I blow in the wind? And um, the funny thing was, is I wasn't actually suddenly overwhelmed. I didn't have those waves of, oh my God, Rosemary's finally talking to me and that means it's I'm special. And you know, none of that really sort of prepped up. I really just sort of looked at her and I, I gazed deeply at her needles, her leaves, I mean, they look like, you know, they're little needles as opposed to sort of what we think of as leaves. And it actually happened to be a somewhat breezy day that day. I can still get actually some breeze off of the sea, which would be very familiar with rosemary because she's a Mediterranean plant that survived long, sunny days near the sea in the Mediterranean. So she says to me, like, hey, do I blow in the wind? And I really just gaze at these beautiful 
needle-esque leaves and her structure and I suddenly have this overwhelming feeling of both stillness and movement and sort of calm and excited at the same time and I just said well no you actually you really don't blow in the wind and if I could give you sort of an energetic feeling of like you know what happened next it would be like that sort of like smirk and when somebody like shrugs their shoulders and sort of smirks at you and um, she was just like exactly and kind of energetically retreated back into her own space and um, I was fucking blown away just blown away so that's my relationship with Rosemary that's in some ways she was the plant that sort of taught me to have a level of autonomous ownership over how I approach another plant and how I approach using a plant in spell working and the funny thing is is that's actually just one of the lessons that she has to teach um, <laughs> she's just sort of a badass self-owned self-aware doesn't need kudos from anyone type of plant who appreciates other badasses and will help show up and do some badassness with you in your spell not for you but with you and I think that's so awesome like how can you not be in love with the world or plants or magic or any of that um, after knowing that so I'm sort of internally in awe and in gratitude of her for that lesson she helped me grow up a little bit and um, be my own woman be my own person be my own witch and um, that's badass <laughs> that's really badass <laughs> <laughs>